Get more from your store with Safeway's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery and all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. Get Safeway's Fresh Pass to enjoy exclusive perks, unlimited free delivery, and more. You can start your 30-day free trial today. Visit Safeway.com slash Fresh Pass for program details. Service available in select areas. Safeway.com slash Fresh Pass. This podcast may discuss topics graphic in nature and possibly triggering to survivors. We value the safety and well-being of all of our listeners. So please practice personal discretion. Now, enjoy the show. Hey, I'm Paige. And I'm Natalie. We're the hosts of the Murder Diaries podcast. We bonded over tacos and true crime after we matched on Bumble BFF. You know, like any normal millennial using an app to meet new friends. Every Thursday, we upload a new episode. In each episode of The Murder Diaries, we tell true crime one story at a time. One week it's my turn, and the next week it's mine. You still think it's in my head, but I'm walking with the dead. Molly McLaren was a young university student in the UK when she met who she thought was her true love. It was her first serious relationship, but before it even hit the year mark, her new boyfriend would show his true colors. Those true colors were murderous. This is the story of Molly McLaren. Molly Joanne McLaren was born May 26, 1994, in the Kent area of the UK. Her cousin Sam says that Molly was the happiest person she had ever met, and she always made her laugh. Molly was always up for a good time, she tells us. Quote, there is nobody that she's ever met that didn't like her, end quote. Her friend and past colleague Amy says she was the person you relied on if you were having a bad day. She goes on to say that if you weren't having a great day, that Molly could, quote, make it all okay again, end quote. Her friend Amelia recalls of Molly as being very motivating. Quote, she really could motivate everyone around her without much trouble. It's just something that came naturally to her, end quote. Amelia also expresses how goofy or funny Molly could be, especially in classes, bringing life to the lectures that they attended together at the University of Kent. Molly's silly side did not inhibit her from achieving top marks in school, though, and Amelia reminds us in her interview that Molly got, quote, amazing grades. The college master describes Molly as, quote, a bouncy, lively personality, always full of enthusiasm. The college master of Kent University also tells us in her interview that one of her lecturers described Molly as, quote, the light that came into the room, end quote. In another relatable description, Molly's friend Jennifer describes her as always having a coffee in her hand and being powered by coffee. Later on in the documentary that I have listed in the show notes as one of the main resources for this episode, Molly's friend Amelia continues to echo all of these sentiments of Molly being a pleasure to be around, and she recalls just how much she enjoyed being with Molly during their gym sessions and how Molly just made it so much fun. On top of her bright personality and spirit that her loved ones describe, Molly was beautiful on the outside as well. This didn't mean, of course, that Molly didn't have her struggles. In the past, Molly suffered from bulimia, and worked very hard to stay in recovery. Molly also had a history of anxiety and depression. 
September of 2015 is when Molly started studying sport and exercise for health education at Kent University. The university was just seven miles from where she grew up. She wanted to start a career in personal training. Molly's whole life was ahead of her, and she quickly made friends and began enjoying her time there. This is where she met her friends Amelia and Jennifer, and they were specifically who she began to get very close with very quickly. The girls shared classes together, and they all shared a passion for fitness as well. By June of 2016, Molly's first year of university was over, but her quest for love was not. Now, Molly was a bit of a romantic, and she was interested in finding a partner that she could connect with on a deeper, personal level. The next month, in July of 2016, she matched with then-24-year-old Joshua Stimson. She matched with him on the popular dating app, Tender. Josh was living about nine miles away, and after a few months of just messaging, they finally met up in person. Time went on, and they became an official couple. At 22 years old, it became Molly's first serious relationship. The two connected quickly in their shared history of anxiety, depression, and their shared love of fitness. By January of 2017, the two had been dating for a while, and Molly started to introduce him to her loved ones. The pair had a workout session with her friend Amelia, who I had mentioned earlier. And according to Amelia's interview, she says that he wasn't necessarily talking much to her or anything like that. He wasn't really making an effort to connect with Molly's friend. Amelia goes on to explain that during this gym session, she made some sort of joke. And she did not describe or explain what this joke was in the interview. But she mentions that later on, Josh was messaging Molly and he was expressing some sort of disapproval of this joke. And to Amelia, it felt that he was trying to get in between she and Molly, which of course she did not appreciate. So what I'm getting from what you're saying, this is Joshua's first time meeting Molly's friend. And instead of wanting to win her over, he goes home and starts trashing Amelia to Molly. It was unclear from the interview if it was the exact first time but it was absolutely a new relationship. He should have been trying to win her friends over and he just wasn't because guess what? Molly's friend Amy also recalls seeing red flags at this stage. Amy says that Josh would often guilt or manipulate Molly into spending all of her time with him, even when she was just trying to study for the day. She also mentions that Josh would just show up at her house unannounced, and Molly started noticing these red flags and feeling the stress of their relationship too. And we've seen this a hundred times in other cases we've covered. The abuser will isolate the victim and try and get them away from anyone that they love. And what's so heartbreaking about this in Molly's case is that she had worked so hard to gain her life back, entering recovery from her eating disorder, and now she wasn't wanting to give up any of that freedom or energy to a relationship like she and Josh's was becoming. Because of that, she makes the hard decision to end the relationship by March of 2017. In a text thread, Molly tells Josh, quote, we can't be together 24-7. I feel really pressured. Josh responds in a more manipulative manner and plays on Molly's emotions. Please don't break up with me. I will literally beg. One chance is all I'm asking for. I will do anything. Now, unfortunately, Molly wasn't aware of Josh's violent history. 
when girlfriends have tried to break up with him before, he got violent. He even spit in an ex's face before. He also threatened to drown another ex and he slashed her tires. Now, after that text thread that I was just reading to you, the two did split, but it was only for a few weeks. Her friends did warn her not to get back together with him, but Amelia tells us in her interview that she felt that Molly was guilted into getting back together. Unfortunately, the split for those few weeks did not make anything better. Josh always wanted to know where Molly was going to be and when and who she would be with. In May of 2017, Josh and Molly went on a trip together to the Spanish island of Tenerife, also pronounced as Tenerife. Molly had been doubting their relationship again, and she thought that maybe some time alone, maybe this trip would make her feel different, meaning better, about the situation that she and Josh were in. It didn't change a thing, though. Molly texts an undisclosed friend while on the trip, quote, thought this stuff with Josh was going to pass, but it's not, end quote. In another text to Amelia, Molly says, quote, it's the worst thing ever. Help me. She continues in another text to that same undisclosed friend, quote, can't really talk about it and tell him home, but just dreading it, end quote. Molly told her friends that on this trip, Josh just wouldn't listen to anything she was saying. We don't know much more, but it appears that the two were definitely arguing on the trip and they were not getting along. The trip was going so terribly that Molly was set on breaking up with Josh when they got back from Tenerife. Molly didn't break up with Josh when they got back from Tenerife, though, at least not right away. The next month, June 17th, 2017, Molly was out and about in an area of Kent called Maidstone. She was celebrating her birthday a bit belatedly. Josh was there as, like I mentioned, the two were still together despite arguing since their return home. Now, this evening did start out normally, but an argument did start, and Molly broke up with him right then and there at the nightclub they were at. She was done. Josh yells, quote, she's finished with me, end quote, as he left the club. This is one example of how Josh would choose to humiliate Molly in public. Is your daily grind getting you down? A thermospas hot tub may be the solution. Just a few minutes under those powerful, soothing jets, and all your stress seems to melt away, like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better, too. Call 877-861-4672 now, and for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672, or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment. Is your daily grind getting you down? A thermospas hot tub may be the solution. Just a few minutes under those powerful, soothing jets, and all your stress seems to melt away, like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better, too. Call 877-861-4672 now, and for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672, or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment. After that night, they of course continued their arguments and Molly ended up blocking him on all of her social media accounts. She didn't want to have anything to do with him or to communicate with him at all. He wanted to have the last word though. And in effort to do so, he launched a Facebook attack. He started posting malicious, deceitful content about Molly, like messages that she had sent him privately, accusations of substance abuse, things of that nature. 
Her friends kept their love and respect for Molly in their interviews by not going into too much detail on the specifics of these posts, but they were horrible. All we need to know is that he was doing this in an effort to disgrace Molly, to humiliate her, and he even went so far as to tag her family in the malicious posts that he made. And unfortunately, this says more about him than it does about Molly. The fact that he would drag someone who he supposedly loved says all we need to know. He was completely unhinged at this point. And it's also important to remember that Molly was trying to create a public image and a career in personal fitness. She was using things like Facebook and later Instagram to build that persona. So he knew exactly what he was doing. I hadn't even considered that. He could really affect her ability to grow a list of clientele. Her family and friends realized that too. And more than just being worried about that, they were worried about her safety. So on June 19th, a family member finally told Molly about these posts that Josh was making. Remember, she had blocked him. So she hadn't seen any of it. Molly didn't let this get her down though. The next day, she continued with one foot in front of the other and applied for a receptionist position at the Nuffield Gym in Medway Valley Park. This is definitely a move towards her dream of becoming a personal trainer. Josh continues his attack on Molly and moves it to WhatsApp since he was blocked everywhere else. On June 21st, Molly sends a group message to her friends in WhatsApp and says, quote, Josh has turned nasty. I'm scared he might hurt me. He knows my parents are going away for two weeks. In another chilling move, Josh posts, quote, there's more to come, end quote. Now he put this online and it's unclear where he had put this from the sources, but Josh is continuing the attack for sure. On June 22nd, Molly and her mom decide to screenshot and print out all of the abuse and defamation Josh had been putting her through. The two went to the police station to report it and to get advice on how to get the posts removed. The response from the officer is to call Josh on speaker in front of Molly and her mom. The officer asks Josh, quote, we're not going to have to talk about this again, are we? Josh's reply, quote, aren't we? End quote. Maybe it's not connecting with me, but what does he mean by this? He's basically threatening to not stop aren't we going to talk about it again? Molly texted Amy about how frightening the whole phone call was. Her mom was so worried now too. They passed out pictures to the neighbors to keep a lookout for Josh if he came anywhere near their home. I know at this point, he's been publicly attacking her online, but the fact that he would so sarcastically respond to a law enforcement officer or even be so unembarrassed to talk to Molly that way in front of her mom says a lot about him and how far he's willing to go to make his point. It's absolutely chilling. And it doesn't surprise me that they felt the need to pass out pictures of him to their neighbors. It's such a violation of personal safety and autonomy. Luckily, that didn't stop Molly, though. On June 27th, 2017, Molly posts her first picture on her Instagram profile for her personal fitness reputation and persona that she wanted to build. Her handle is still active and is at Fitspo Mall. On that same day, Josh left work early and he stopped by an Asda store in Chatham, which for those of you not from the UK, Asda is a supermarket store. It's here that Josh purchases a paring knife. He bought a pickaxe later that same day. Police gave Molly a call on this day as well, and they tell her that Josh had agreed to take down all of his defaming posts about her. 
All of Molly's friends had unfriended and blocked Josh at this point as well, but he got inventive in the anticipation of this blocking, and he convinced another girl to friend Molly on all her socials so that he could get access to where she was and what she was up to. On June 28th, Molly headed out to a bar called Ship and Trade in Chatham Docks to celebrate a friend's promotion and her enrollment in her personal training certificate course. This course was another and possible final step in the UK to becoming a personal trainer after your college degree and fitness certificate. Molly posted a selfie of herself getting ready and captioned it, Ship and Trade this eve. She had no idea that Josh would know because, again, she had blocked him. Well, out of nowhere, Josh showed up at Ship and Trade. He was with another girl, and Molly told her friends that she knew she didn't love him anymore because she wasn't feeling jealous at all. When Molly approached the bar to ask where and how she could pay for parking, Josh looked at her, and he gave her a creepy, intimidating smile. With that strange encounter at the bar, Molly and her friends were wondering, had he tracked her there, or was it truly a coincidence that he showed up at Ship and Trade the same night? While they were still at the bar, when Molly was in the bathroom, she posted a picture and captioned it, that feeling when your ex shows up at the same bar as you. Her friend Jennifer saw this and actually messaged her saying, stay safe. Also while at Ship and Trade, Josh walked past the girl's table as he left, and he didn't have to go that way to exit. There was another exit in that bar, and that was another move that made them really think that he had tracked Molly there. The girls finished eating dinner and Molly went home. The girls were feeling a little nervous, so they walked her to her car to make sure she was okay. The next day on June 29th, Molly got up and headed to the gym. While at the gym, she planned to record a video for her Facebook, which she was kind of operating as a fitness blog at the time. She spoke with Amy along the way, and it seemed that despite the weird run-in with Josh the night before, that Molly was feeling fine and she was ready to take on the day. Molly arrived at the gym around 10 a.m. It was late on a weekday morning, so the gym was pretty quiet because many of the patrons were going about their day at this time. And because of that, no one would take notice as Josh climbed the stairs towards the separate workout room that Molly was using. The CCTV footage shows Josh climbing the stairs, but then quickly turning around and heading back down the stairs. He makes it down about 10 steps and then seems to change his mind, and he heads back up the stairs towards the room Molly was in. This time, he enters the room and sets up his mat right by her. Of course, this startled Molly, and it put her at unease. She texted Amy a photo of Josh while she was there, and she says, quote, WTF, he's just turned up and come right next to me. Molly works up the courage and engages with him. She asks him, why he wasn't at work, and he replied to her that it was none of her business. Molly is clearly worried by this time that he was definitely following her between what happened at Ship and Trade and now him showing up at the gym. Together, Amy and Molly try to figure out just how Josh could have known she was at the gym. This time, she hadn't posted anything about going or being at the gym. Josh left the gym suddenly, and Molly was left to figure out what her next move was. Was it safe for her to leave? It was a safer if she stayed exactly where she was. The power that he took from her in this situation is unbelievable and so real. Amy suggested to Molly that she leave. Molly calls her mom, tells her what happened, and her mom says that she should leave as well and just go home. Before leaving, Molly texted Amy again, quote, I'm always effing looking over my shoulder, end quote. 
Amy says, get out and just leave. Around 11 a.m., Molly let her know that she was indeed leaving and walking to her car. What she doesn't know is that Josh had never left. Molly walked up to her car and got in. Josh was watching the whole time. The CCTV footage from the parking lot shows that Josh quickly made his way over to her car. And at 11.08 a.m., he opens Molly's car door and viciously attacked her. He stabbed her 75 times with the paring knife he purchased at Asda just a few days before. According to Kent Live, witnesses dialed 999 as Josh opened up Molly's door and launched into his frenzied attack. A passerby named Ben tried to stop Josh, but he continued. Josh was arrested not long after police arrived. They found him pacing by her car covered in her blood. Molly had been murdered. Police retrieved the knife and pickaxe from Josh's car. He was formally charged with murder the next day, June 30th. Amy says of when she found out the news that, quote, it just wasn't real. It will never be real. Amelia recalls that she wasn't even able to really think. She was just in shock. And for Jennifer, it was the worst news ever. She wasn't able to sleep and she cried the entire night. This is such a testament to what kind of friend Molly was to these girls. On January 23rd, 2018, the trial began at the Maidstone Crown Court. He, quote, made a plea from Dan Slaughter on the grounds of diminished responsibility, end quote, which was denying the murder charges. His dark history of violence and stalking in his past relationships came out in court. On February 6th, 2018, the jury took only less than four hours to come back with a unanimous decision, guilty of the murder of Molly McLaren. Josh was sentenced to life in prison without parole. On July 28, 2018, Kent University held the graduation that Molly would have been a part of. Her parents attended and they accepted her undergraduate diploma in sport and exercise for health in her honor. The entire room gave a standing ovation as her parents accepted the diploma. Jennifer, who was also in attendance, recalled that, quote, everyone in that cathedral lifted the roof. We were cheering, we were whooping, and yeah, we were really, really remembering Molly, end quote. Also in Molly's honor, her friends and family set up a charity called the Molly McLaren Foundation. According to the foundation's website, it aims to fund established charities who educate, raise awareness, and provide support for people affected by eating disorders. As we end this episode, I'll leave us with a quote from the last note slash blog post that Molly posted on her Facebook. Quote, smile at people, be kind, start conversations, listen, be open-minded, be considerate, say please, say thank you. Be kind to everyone as you don't know what battles they are facing. Impress people in the right ways. Try to find something good in every day. Challenge negative thoughts with positive ones. End quote. Until our next episode, you know where to find us at the Murder Diaries pod on TikTok and Instagram at themurderdiariespodcast.com and themurderdiariespod at gmail.com. And if you haven't already, go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. It helps us keep the good content flowing. Your five stars mean everything. And until then, stay safe. Bye. Is your daily grind getting you down? A Thermospa's hot tub may be the solution. 
Just a few minutes under those powerful, soothing jets, and all your stress seems to melt away, like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better, too. Call 877-861-4672 now, and for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672 or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.